theme music What's up? I feel like I was just here. Like I, now, every time we do this, I'm like, "Wow, I, it's like it's been a week." Yeah, I know, eh? Um, <laughs> every time, also that we do this, I like, I'm just really my throat's so goddamn clogged. Really? Every time you probably go back and listen, and I'm like <laughs> coughing. So, anyways, with that out of the way, welcome to. The fifth episode of No Parking Podcast. Uh, we got an exciting episode today. Well, I'll yeah, tell ya. we do. I'll tell you a surprise. There's a surprise coming. coming soon. So I say we kick off the episode by talking about Adele. We were just talking about we were Adele. Literally just talking about Adele. Yeah. Did she? She just came out with a new she album. Just came out with a new album, and I didn't listen to a single fucking song. Me neither. Because I don't give a shit about Adele. Then why are we talking? I don't care either. <laughs> There's no reason to talk well, about it. Well, we got to talk about how we don't give a shit about her. Um, listen, Adele, she can sing. I don't really like the the music aspect of Adele's music, but like she can sing. Skyfall is like a good James Bond. Pretty movie. good James Bond theme. Yeah. Good movie too, yeah. eh? It's all because of Adele. No, <laughs> Adele played a small part. Yeah. Um. I actually like the Sam Smith. Um, <clears throat> theme song for James Bond. I thought it was pretty good. I think, I think "No Time to Die" by Billie Eilish is probably the best James Bond theme. I don't think so. I don't think so. Our surprise agrees with me. I don't think so. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Lots of new music. The last Taylor Swift came out with an album. Woo! Um, <laughs> do, actually, what I'm most excited for is the three songs that Kei Trinata released. Oh, I didn't even know that he released a couple songs. So, Her is featured on one song. Nice. Thundercat is on the next one. Cool. And then some rapper that I don't know is on the third one, but it slaps. What's his name? I don't know. The song's called Pray for Haiti. I wonder what it's about. I don't know, man. <laughs> but it's really good some quality good good, good rippity rapping some rapping some good singing some <clears throat> good bassy bassin that's and, good yeah. is thundercat playing bass in the song i think so that's good hmm well yeah yeah you got any, you got anything else to say i don't know um did you listen to anything new this week I listened to a lot of Flying Lotus. Really? Yeah. Any new Flying Lotus? No, like oh, old okay. Flying Lotus. I'll, mainly because I was playing a lot of GTA, and it, there, G, he has his own radio station on GTA. <laughs> Wait, he does? Yeah. Which one? Flylo FM. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's him. And also, Frank Ocean has a channel. I knew Frank Ocean had one. And so does Danny Brown. Why? Yeah, I, I guess he does. I think the Danny Brown one was kind of new, I think. Back when I played GTA all the time, I just listened to like the the rock one. The rock one, same yeah. until just I started to playing it again. Fucking Bob Seger night moves. Yeah, <laughs> that was epic. And big log night moves. Big log by what's his name, the fucking Led Zeppelin singer. 
Big Log. Yeah, it's called Big Log. By Robert Plant? Yes. Never heard it. And then also Convoy, which was on the country station. Yeah. I like that song. Yeah. I liked uh, That's Music Sounds Better With You, that classic, like, house banger. It's on one of the channels. It's a really good song. I listen to that song every now and again. Um, That's how I discovered Baker Street by... Yeah, Jerry me too, Rafferty, actually. Which I think is how most people discovered that song. But, like, poof, saxophone line still gets me, man. Still hits me. <laughs> I probably haven't listened to that song in, like, a year and a half at least. Let's listen to it once we're done here. Okay, sure. Right after the episode, immediately following. Uh-huh. But, yeah, so, you know, I've been listening to some new music this yeah. week, which has been good. Um, been been walking in the rain a lot. My car's fucked. Yeah. So that sucks. Yeah. When we were supposed to get a big weather system that ended up being like literally fucking nothing. Yeah. It's just been raining for the past three or four days. So yeah, I know. But they were like, it's going to flood. <laughs> nothing happened. No. <clears throat> Which is kind of good, but also it just was rainy and shitty on my days off. Same. Slightly rainy and shitty. Although my birthday, which is my next day off, it's actually supposed to be the one break in the rain. Nice. Before it starts to rain again. Woo. Fuck's sake, man. I fucking hate rain. I'd rather just snow at this point. Yeah. I like a little snow, but not like a shitload of snow. You don't get wet when you walk places when it's snowing. Unless you Depends like, how heavy it's snowing. Though. Right. There's like a lot of snow you coming got, out. you got to be out there for a while. You know? And usually you have a huge-ass jacket on. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was snowing the other day. Like a little. It did, yeah. There's snow on the ground. I woke up on Monday. Yeah, on it was a like, day. I don't remember what day. I was, was biking to work and there was like snow on the ground. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> fuck this. It's pissing me off. You're going to have to get those big snow tires on your bike. I kind of want to on the other, like, my other bike. I probably have to replace some things on it. Yeah, I don't think they would fit between no. the, like, the spokes, so. the forks. The forks, that's what they're called. Yeah, I don't think so either. But maybe I'll just do it. Maybe I will. Okay. And I want to. Um. Anyways, that was a pretty good introduction. So, uh... Time time to move on to our main... Time to move on to the main event. Uh, everyone (laughs) put your hands together for my lovely girlfriend... (laughs) Gruis. <laughs> Hello. Her name's Grace, but we call her Gruis. Hello. I'm honored to be the first guest on this podcast. So, uh, say a little something about yourself. Um, Talk. I am a kinesiology student. I study people moving around, and I'm almost done. And then hopefully, God knows what I'm going to do after that. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully not fall into making yeah. podcasts every well, Thursday. Hopefully like not us. what we're doing. <laughs> hopefully you succeed more than us. Yeah, maybe I'll be helping people um, get better from their injuries, or maybe I'll be some famous actress somewhere. Maybe, or maybe Who you'll knows? get addicted to drugs. Maybe. What if? Maybe you'll be an Animal Crossing streamer. <laughs> That's a possibility. That's a great possibility. Uh. 
it's uh, it's worth noting that for I think every episode of the podcast, Grace has just been like in mm-hmm. the next room over watching us slash listening to us record. I am a live listener at every single a episode. Live studio Probably audience. Probably our our biggest fan. Yeah. Absolutely. This is literally recorded in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> literally, it is. Literally, it literally is. Yep. Um, and now our live studio audience is recording with us. Um. <coughs> God damn. Jesus Christ! Like, this is need, like every time. Water? Like what? I don't know. I need I don't beer. Know what it is. I think it's the beer that does it. <laughs> I don't know, but. Uh. I feel like with every podcast edition i i i end up being like oh like way more you know <laughs> by the episode 25 it's just gonna be an hour of <laughs> uh, and then you burping or coughing i'm just gonna be burping and coughing yeah <laughs> uh, sound like i'm dying every episode so anyway the reason that grace is a guest on the podcast today is because we're going to talk about ow I just hit my elbow. We are going to talk about um, the amusement park that we all worked at um, because we all worked at the same amusement park at the same time. And um, there's some there's some stories. Yeah. Some is an understatement. There's mm. lots of stories to tell. We talk about it for hours. Yeah. And we have talked about it It seems for like hours. every month it's we just fall into this like we just start talking yeah. about it. And then you just don't stop. Uh, yeah. No, exactly. never end. So we figured we'd just do it on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, how how uh, how did you how did you begin your experience with the amusement park, Chris? Chris is the shortest. Yeah, shortest. Yeah, like the shortest time span. Oh, spator- yeah. You're also the shortest person. <laughs> here. I only worked at said amusement park for uh, for one summer. You had a break in there too. Lucky. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. Matt was like, dude, you got to come work the amusement park with us. And I was like, all right, sure. So I did because I didn't want to work at Tim Hortons anymore. Yeah. So it was, I mean, look, I, before we go and say all these terrible things about all these things that we did at this amusement park, it was actually a pretty good place to work. Yeah. It was a good summer. It was honestly probably one of the best summers I've had. Mostly just from all the shenanigans that we Well, exactly. Time. It's like, fucking, when does a job ever make your summer? Like, when does it make your summer awesome? Like, it's never the job. It's the people and the stuff mm-hmm. that you fucking get up to. Yeah, I definitely respect, like, a lot of the workers that work there and maybe still work there or, like, work there for years because it's a tough job sometimes. It's a tough sometimes. place. Yeah, you're just standing in the sun fucking hours and like while kids have fun around you yeah watching bratty kids yeah that's the worst part it's like everyone's like isn't it fun at an amusement park it's like no No. you you have to work while everyone has fun around you i know and it's so hot yeah it's Mm -hmm. like really hot and okay the worst part we're gonna start off with the worst maybe go down to the best i don't know but the worst thing about the job by far is specifically applies to me like you can't just go to the bathroom you have to fucking since and it makes sense obviously because you're running an amusement park ride you can't just walk off or else people are gonna die (laughs) so but you can't just pee when you have to pee and with how understaffed they were half the time it was like impossible to get a fucking bathroom break so you'd be like if you were if you were one of the lucky ones 
on a ride that had a walkie-talkie. You got to walkie-talkie them and be like, hey, I really got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And, like, hopefully they would try to get you a bathroom break. Um, But if you were one of the unlucky ones, fucking, like, excluded from, exiled from the rest of the public, like, on a ride where no one goes on at the back of the park, um, freaking supervisors never walk by. You have to pee like you could be waiting for hours. You just wait. Yeah, you just got to wait till someone comes. Yeah, you have to um, literally just wait until someone comes to tell you you can pee. There were there were points where I like if I didn't have anyone in line, I would just run behind the ride and just pee in the really? grass. That's honestly good on you. Yeah, I peed in the woods behind tower like at least twice. Really? I just I would just be like, "Sorry guys, I'm closing the ride for a sec." And leave. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh yeah, I do all. If I ever, I never really needed to that much, but when I did, I was like, just give me a sec, and then I come back, and they just be waiting there for me. Not like they would get on the ride and That's do it themselves. Awesome. <laughs> Could you imagine if some kid just like, it's like, I don't fucking want to wait, and just went up and just, I don't know, let's try the green button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of buttons on that, that ride. On tower. Yeah. On the tower. Yeah, yeah. There was. Um. I, you only really needed to use one, yeah. though. Just, like, go. Yeah, pretty much. The one much. that opens up the seats. Oh, right. Yeah. That was pretty important. The one that lets the kids yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's an important button. Um, How did your experience start with it, Grace? Um, Fun fact, me and Matt met at Sandspit. I mean, we didn't meet, but we started talking at Sandspit. So the reason why we've been together for five years is because... Of that amusement park. You went you went through trauma together. It brought you closer together. Shared yeah. trauma. Aww. We yeah. literally had the interview together. We're in the same band class in school. We never really talked that much. And then we had the interview together and then started talking at school because of that reason. Yeah. That's how it happened. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I remember when they were filming a, a... They filmed, like, an ad for the place once. And, like, they needed people to be like, this place is epic. You come work here. It's so epic. And then, like, someone was like, you can clearly have a lot to say about this place because you got the most important thing at this place, a girlfriend. (laughs) I was like, I guess so. If I said that on the commercial, I was just like, I found my true love (laughs) at this place. A lot of relationships happened there. (laughs) Yeah. I well, mean, I mean, you spend so much time yeah. there. It makes sense. It's bound to happen. I mean, I think at every workplace, like, coworkers just start fucking, you know? And there was a lot of workers, and they're all young. Well, it depends how many people work there. Like, if you work with, like, two other people, like, hopefully, you know. You might start fucking. They might. I mean, fuck, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I think I'll, I'll tell a story of some shenanigans. Okay. Let's start um, with this story. So I was working the roller coaster. And uh, I don't I don't know if it, like I just wasn't really paying attention. You kind of get in just like you get in the motion of it because it's just the same, you're doing the same thing mm. for hours and hours. But I sent a kid like going on the roller coaster without the like seatbelt bar down. So it's like a bar that holds you in, and you got to push it down onto the kid so that they don't fly out of the roller coaster. I forgot to push it down, and I was like, all right, have fun, see ya, and I sent him, and I was like, and he was like, oh my god, my seatbelt, my seatbelt's not on, I was like, oh, just pull it down, just pull it down, but he wasn't strong enough to pull it down on himself, mm-hmm. I was like, fuck sakes, he was like, ah, seatbelt, seatbelt, I was like, fuck, so I had to hit the emergency stop button, and then I took, 
shame, shamefully radio. Uh, I forgot to put on a kid's seatbelt, so I hit the emergency stop. <laughs> but uh, it was fine. It, it worked out. Yeah, but the emergency stop. What does the emergency stop do? Well, it's it it stops every it stops it, the whole thing. And yeah, it causes a big ass conundrum. It takes like a while to restart it all. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the maintenance guy who is just not a very happy man to begin with was very unhappy with me. But they said that I did the right thing, and they they didn't take me off the ride. Like I just went back working it. And the same kid came on right after after I you know I thought I traumatized him. Yeah. No, he was ready to go. I mean, he had a seatbelt on. There's there's two different things. There's the bar and the seatbelt. Yeah, he had his seatbelt, but the bar wasn't down. Like, yeah. the kid would have been fine. Yeah, the bar what? doesn't even, like, matter. No. It doesn't. Yeah, you're right. This kid's just a pussy. Well, it's yeah, like, true. When kids are small, like, the bar isn't even touching them. This yeah. For, like, That's what they tell you, though. They're like, the bar literally doesn't matter. Like, because it, it's just something to hold on to, supposedly. Right. Yeah. The seatbelt's what matters. But, but the kid was freaking out. Like, what am I going to do? That don't matter, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Hold on no. to your friend. <laughs> like, You're fine, buddy. And then what if he wasn't? What if he fell off? What if he just flew out of the thing? You'd probably feel like shit. He wouldn't be on. He wouldn't be on that ride anymore. Probably not. No, I definitely wouldn't be on this podcast laughing about it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you would. Wow. <coughs> um. Um. Yeah, that thing with that that roller coaster was so fucked up though. Yes. It was like fucking it was like, really old. It was really old and it was from Germany and it it was so this was weird. It then it's going to be hard to explain this, but basically there's two sides to working the roller coaster and one is the one where you let the people in line in and they sit down. And you lock them, pull the bar down, or don't pull the bar down, <laughs> in Chris's case, and press the start button to send them to go on around the ride. And then when people, like, you know, get to a certain spot, you send the next one. Same thing, right? Yeah. And then there's the other side where people take the – so basically the roller coaster car comes in at, like, you know, super jolting stop, and then – you have to press the button to release the brakes, but also you have to write down this number that comes <laughs> the up, speed? and the number indicates the speed of the how fast it was going. And if it's going a certain speed, then like you gotta change shit. Like if if it's too hot out, then usually they the track expands, and you gotta load those carts like heavy motherfuckers. Yeah, and spray down the track yeah. with water. Yeah, or else it just won't make it up the hill, right? <laughs> and then if it's too wet and you put way too many like big motherfuckers in the thing, it goes like too fast and it could like fuck up the brakes, I guess. But the weirdest thing is that the number that you write down, they have no idea what, what the actual <laughs> measurement is. They have no fucking clue. Like it's not speed it's not seconds because it's like the numbers range from like it's like hundreds like it's like it's like 300 400s like 200s right yeah and it doesn't measure like how many seconds it took to go around or how many kilometers an hour they were going when they came in like they just don't know it's yeah unknown. and they tried to look it up and like find out how but they just don't know what the fuck it means <laughs> which is just like the kind of the craziest thing um yeah well okay i wasn't there this day but somebody's got to tell the story about the guy who got stuck on top of the roller coaster and 
and called the fire department. Oh, yeah. I actually wasn't there that day either. I wasn't either. But. Fuck, none of us were that, there. What but the I fuck? know what happened. I have a pretty good idea. And I'm going to be honest. Like, this is, I would. So, <laughs> like, I don't know how to frame my biases in this case because I'm not, like, like, I am kind of biased towards the amusement park and saying, like, I think they did everything that they could and they did it right. Like, they they did the shit properly, what they should have. And this guy was kind of a fucking dickhead. <laughs> like, basically, if the tr- freaking roller coaster, like, if something happens, like, you get stuck on the top, right? Like, if it's not yeah. slow enough. But, like, think about it for a second. If you get, like, that's the safest place that you could be in case something fucking shitty happens. Like, if you're stuck at the top, nothing's going to happen to you. It's better than you rolling back down the thing and, like, right fucking going in there and being stuck down in the little cavern because like they can still get if you're stuck at the top they can still push you through yeah but, but the, the the thing is like it you get stuck at the top because if something goes wrong there's five sections of brakes and all yeah. the brakes activate so the, yeah he just happened to be stuck at the top one yeah and like yeah so basically it's like all the brakes go so that you make sure that no one's gonna fucking get hit by a car right and so this dude gets stuck at the top and like they have the freaking protocols and regulations and like yeah it's a little sketchy to get stuck at the top but it's like dude it is a fucking grown-ass man and they're like okay we're gonna come up and help you it's gonna like be safe and then he's like no i refuse to be (laughs) helped by you i'm not and they're like, well, we can, like, help you. And then he's like, no, I'm calling the fucking fire department. I'm pretty sure he called the fire department, <laughs> like, from the top. And was like, I need help at the fucking sand place. <laughs> at the, at the amusement, amusement park. park. I need help. And the fire department, you got to come get me. And then they were like, okay. So, and then, I like, you would have to wait also, like, ten times longer for the fucking firemen to get there and like put up their fucking ladder and like not know what they're doing and grab you when it's like these people that are trained to work there and get you harnesses and everything they have harnesses to fucking climb up and shit and literally all they needed to do was go up and just give them a push and then he would have gone down to the bottom of the track yeah they they would have just finished the ride he didn't get past any of the brakes didn't he like just it was like it was the last break no i think it was the it was the like after the big hill oh he went down top. the hill yeah he went yeah. down the hill and got stuck on the very top that happens a million times i thought it gets to be before the first one that's or might, it might have been before the first one too but that's still like equally mm. as high yeah still like pretty high up no it's, no need to overreact. either way the fire department did not no. need to be called because all they do is go up and push you no they wouldn't even push you they probably would take you down the fucking I ladder i think they took him down the, they yeah. put him in the little basket and took yeah. him down the ladder no i'm not talking about fire department i'm talking if they the didn't workers. come the yeah, workers oh, would just come push them yeah the workers just push you and then you just finish the ride yeah and you'd yeah. have fun and it would be fun and everyone would have fun because then the <laughs> ride would be able to go again and yeah. they wouldn't have to wait for the stupid ass fire department to come fucking do shit yeah there's also no way to get stuck after that time you got stuck so yeah i wonder what he's doing now i he's, don't know I don't know. You want any more roller coasters after that? Yeah. He's probably working on his class action lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Class action lawsuit against the freak against the amusement park. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, like the place was actually like it's kind of a good place to work. It was just like If you're if you're young and like wanted a lot of money and like 
enjoyed yeah. being outside. It was great. You got an epic tan, like a farmer's tan. Yeah, yeah. But the soft the, tan. If everything. the sleeves were any fucking longer, it would have just been a long sleeve shirt. Yeah, yeah, that was annoying. The the sleeves would go like right down, like past your elbow, basically. Also, I don't think that they could have been like a heavier, thicker fabric than. And they smelled so bad. No matter how many times you wash them. Like, I had one that yeah. smelled for so long. Well, probably because they've been in, you know, in circulation for 25 years. I know. And the, they're <laughs> Sweaty like... Sweaty kids have been wearing those for two And they're, se- they're two supposed decades. to be red, like a, <laughs> a like light, like nice, good like red, red color. Red. But these were like light pink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're so faded. Yeah. Because they're faded from like yeah. years of, of wear and tear. And they had holes in them, half of them. It's yeah. pretty funny. But see, I... My story with Sandspit, I worked there for fucking four, oh geez, uh, for four years. <laughs> um, anyways, wow, I worked there for four years. Whatever. I became a supervisor. Um, and I got a fucking sick shirt that was like breathable. Yeah, those are and nice. And it was blue and it was nice fabric. It was way better. Yeah. I'd just like to say, like, why couldn't they just fucking buy those shirts for everybody? Like clearly, yeah, this is a very profitable business. Okay, they but they just kept giving their staff the same goddamn shirts. Like they couldn't. You know? I don't. I don't know how profitable it is though. It must be pretty definitely not profitable. last couple years though. Yeah, but they have to. They have to spend so much money on the place too. At the same time, like their electrical bill is probably fucking idiotic. <laughs> their fucking <laughs> electrical bill, and a, apparently once they got the tower ride installed, it doubled their electric electrical bill. Really? Like it literally doubled with that, that one uh, ride alone. Well, that doesn't sound profitable. No. But still, it has to be a, <clears throat> a fairly profitable business. Like, we've met the owner. He seems like a pretty wealthy man. I don't think he is. Like, he, uh, his house isn't, like, massive. Well, he's not, he definitely – he might be wealthy in money. He's definitely not wealthy in happiness. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's stretch true. out. See, this is the thing about the place. It's, like, a kind of a cool place to work, but, like, some of the people that you work with – are like you're like i want to kill you <laughs> like it's there. Just, it just sucks because like the like the management you're like all you want to do is be the be the management and then when you're the management you have such authority that you like you feel the need to be mean to the or like you feel the need that you have such a huge authority over all the other workers it's like it's like they don't they don't freaking remember where they came from basically mm-hmm. it's like it's literally fucking squid game it's fucking <laughs> squid game dude it's the fucking the guy spoilers for squid game by the way like spoilers for the ending right now so the fucking front man right he was once one of the people playing the game and then he became the the people the ruling leader. over them yeah he literally it's literally squid game working at this place because the people like but i feel like he was humble in squid game more so than our managers he was murdering people what do you mean he was fucking humble he was fucking (laughs) killing people (laughs) i just mean he was in a position of power yes and he abused it fair enough and he did unethical things but he did but he did what he was supposed to do like he he, did what he's supposed to do but he followed the rules yeah but he murdered right we're still talking (laughs) about the squid game yeah, yeah, yeah. No one, no, none of our supervisors. None of our supervisors murdered. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like you know, you 
that's with a lot of a lot of things. This is you know very topical. Like people get in a position of power, it's like you forget where you fucking came from, right? Yeah. It's like you can't just shut down because like a big thing whenever there was like like the supervisors, like if you wanted to fucking I don't know, if you wanted any sort of privilege, if you wanted to just like I don't know, work a different ride because you were like just so tired of doing this one ride over and over again for literally like 15 hours straight and they're like like they're just like no like it was there's always this feeling of like everything you wanted you just could not have and it was like just their attitude towards it and that's like it's like you were in my fucking shoes once how can you fucking do this how can you do this with Mm -hmm. a clear conscience how can you sit there and just be so like disrespectful towards your staff not giving them breaks on time like not even caring enough to give them a fucking bathroom break like how can you do this when you were in our shoes not too long ago wow. so it was my vow my mission when i became <laughs> gonna play us a tune no make this dramatic remember. make this dramatic while i freaking explain <laughs> okay <laughs> so i was so i was it was my mission I had to, I had to freaking, I couldn't become everything I swore to destroy. (laughs) (laughs) So I was the good supervisor anyways. Anyway, everyone loved me because like I said, I didn't forget that shit because I remembered how terrible it was Mm -hmm. working, being a fucking shitty, mistreating peon while uh, they were sitting. Because being a freaking supervisor was a goddamn joke. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was harder than you think. It was harder than you think. I mean, you got all the backlash of anything going wrong. Yeah. Like the shit, stressful. the shit definitely rolls uphill there, you know, mm-hmm. like something bad happens and it goes way up. Mm. Yeah, no, but, for uh, sure. But, you know, I got bathroom breaks whenever the fuck I wanted. So fuck you. <laughs> Looks like I won in the end. Were you, were you guys there when that lady drove through like the amusement park? I was in not. Wasn't just you? Was there? I was. I worked there. I, was I right wasn't there. there. But I again was not there. I that wish day. I was there that day. <laughs> that was a wild day. I thought it. I thought we were all there for all these crazy things that happened, no, but I guess we just heard about them. Yeah. Well, apparently, I again, I was working there. I think it was the year I was a supervisor, and she like, this lady was just like fucking clearly confused. And there's like this <laughs> straight up pathway that you can just drive down, like because the maintenance people use it to just drive into this amusement park. And uh, yeah, like any member of the general public could just do that. And <laughs> yeah, someone did. <laughs> She just drove up in a big ass van and like fucking ran into a few things, I think. And then they were like, What the? And yeah. she was like clearly confused, like, did not know what the fuck was going and people on. People probably thought it was a terrorist attack. Yeah. Well, no one got hurt though. One of the dudes who I knew who worked there was working on the roller coaster. He was like fucking just ready to get people to like jump underneath the roller coaster because like he thought people were just going to come out of this big ass van with guns <laughs> like m16 start mowing down the crowd at sands but man could you imagine like i'm not paid enough for that shit fuck no fucking i'd have to get paid a shitload to get fucking terrorists attacked, attacked by terrorists like i better be getting more than fucking minimum wage if there's any risk of getting i mean i guess there's no r- real guaranteed risk of terrorist mm-hmm. attacks. They just kind of happen, right? Yeah, I don't think it, like... <laughs> I was going to say, if there's a risk of terrorist attack, I better get paid more. <laughs> just happens. Well, I have a story that's still traumatizing me to this day. Everyone knows it. Mm. But 
I'll never forget it. No, <laughs> I'll, like my grave, I'll still remember this story. Um, it's actually me and Matt working. We're working on the a ride where you could go with two people, but it was really, really small. So like, it had to be a certain t- height, and if you weren't that height, your parent had to go with you. But the majority of the time, if you're like just under it, the parent and the child wouldn't fit. Oh, that, yeah. And that happened like all the time. Like it was something that like I was used to, didn't care about. Like it's like if you couldn't fit with your kid in the ride, like I like, didn't care. It's just I was just like, yeah, it's the thing that happens all the time. I, just, I wasn't bothered by it. Wait, what ride? The go karts. Go karts. Oh yes. Yeah, the, you know, the, the, the double ones were so small. Like, right. Yeah. A normal person and their kid wouldn't fit in it. No. And like that was like I'm, I was used to it. Yeah. Like you didn't even have to be like a large person like on either end to be like the child or the adult to not fit in this fucking yeah. thing. Like and it was like, so tiny. And like so we were like oh sorry like you and your husband can try if you want it doesn't matter. And so husband tried and I guess he was angry but I didn't really pay attention to him. Like I remember you said that he was like angry or something or he was like not happy he looked pretty pissed off but i was like whatever <laughs> it happens all the time I, c- I kept telling her it happened all the time and it wasn't a big deal and, but she was she was angry too but i thought she just like walked away and it was done and we were like whatever just continue and on my break probably the one break i have in, like all day i sit down to have my break and then the supervisor comes up to me and goes grace i gotta see you in the hallway and i was like oh my god <laughs> what did i do Maybe I, like, forgot a seatbelt or, like, some kid got hurt or, like, I was, like, thinking all the possible bad things. And he's, like, you have to apologize to this lady. Like, oh, my God. For what? He's, like, because you called her fat. <laughs> and I was, like, excuse me? <laughs> and then he's, like, I know you didn't, but this girl will not leave until you say you called her fat and apologize for it. <laughs> so I was, like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I go up to her and she starts screaming at me. Like, this, this supervisor, was like, super, super nice. He was with me. And she started screaming at me. And I was like, listen, I did not call you fat. Like, I I would never do that. Like, and I said to her, I was like, to be honest, like, I don't care that you don't fit. Because, like I said, it happens a million times. And people that are small, two people won't fit in that thing. Like, it's, it's a normal thing that happens. And she was like, no, you called me fat. <laughs> and it's okay that I'm okay with my body. But if somebody wasn't, they'd be not happy right now. And you'd be sued. <laughs> sued. And I was like, uh, ma'am, you seem to be not happy right now. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe you do care. About and she was body. freaking out. <laughs> and then she like kept saying how I was ruining her kid's life and all this Whoa, stuff. And her kids, and her kids were <laughs> crying because she was yelling at him. And then I was like, listen, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to tell you that I called you fat. I- I'm sorry if it maybe if I made the impression or something but like i said it happens all the time and she kept interrupting me and being like you're ruining everything like you're ruining all of my kids time here and you're like how many people do you call fat like does that happen often she would ignore everything i say and i was like i did not call you fat Uh, ma'am i'm sorry you're fat i mean ma'am i'm sorry i called you fat (laughs) and and then she was like I'm, I'm, I don't know, I don't know what to do here. I was like, me neither. I don't know what to do here. And then my supervisor was like, okay, what, what would you like to happen? She's like, this girl needs to apologize for calling me fat. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I didn't call you fat. I'm not going to sit here and say I did. And then the supervisor was like, Grace, just, just, just apologize. Like finish it. And I was like, no, and I was getting angry and he could tell I was getting angry and upset. And then the kid was crying and I was like, 
Listen, I'm sorry if I ruined your experience here. Like, I'm sorry. I, I hope you come back. Maybe I won't be here if you come back. Like, you'll get lucky or something. But, like, I, I, I respect myself too much to sit here and say I called you fat. And then she was like, I don't know what. She crossed her arms. I don't know what we're going to do here. And I was like, I don't know. And then she said, I was like, will you ever accept, accept my apology, even though I didn't call you fat? She, no. I said, well, there's no, there's no problem here then. And I just turned around and walked away. And I was so angry because I was like, it was so embarrassing. Because in the middle of the park, and she screamed at me saying yeah, I called her would, fat. It would be embarrassing. The the Fuck. question I, I just need to ask, though. Was she <laughs> Was she fat? And she wasn't like, she was a regular 40-year-old lady, you know what I mean? She wasn't like, like she, really she wasn't huge. And she wasn't, she wasn't fat. Like, she wasn't the next contestant on, like, my 600 pounds. Yeah. yeah no. Like, she was, I'll, I'll give her that. She wasn't fat. She was just a regular 40-year-old lady. Okay. Her poor child. Yeah. I still feel bad for that kid because he p- cried so much. He kept he kept telling his mom to stop. So I was getting angry, and he didn't want to see me getting angry too because it was just getting going nowhere. I hate that. Like, why? Like, you parents, like, you're making your kid cry, and you're like not aware mm. of that you're the problem. You and know? like, yeah. yeah, it was just so weird because I don't know where it came from because I didn't I didn't even speak to her. I didn't call her fat. Imagine if I did. She went to her like, well, you're fat. That's why you can't fit in that ride. <laughs> yeah. you can't and Matt imagine. was there the whole time, too. And, like, Matt was like, I'd never seen that happen. But I was so angry. And then my supervisor was like, it's okay. Like, it, like just move on. I was like, I can't. I can't move on from this. Yeah. And I still haven't. If I, re- <laughs> if I receive that girl, <laughs> I'm going to call her fat. Let's find her. I remember that, yeah, I remember because I went on break, like, fucking, like, the same five time. minutes yeah. before you or something. And I was like. I remember, like, the, because, like, I noticed that, like, the, the dad specifically was, like, he's getting pretty fucking pissed off. And I'm pretty sure I, like, kind of chuckled. I was like, <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he saw me. That could have been where so it was. This is all your fault. It's probably my fault. That I got accused of calling some yeah. girl fat. Grace called this woman fat, and you laughed at her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I remember, well, like, I kept telling her, I was like, well, I, that the person was with me. Did you see, did you, did he do something? Like, did, did we do something that, like, would, I, like what made you think this happened and she wouldn't say anything except for the fact that i called her fat because you just did i just i guess i just called her fat you did you just called her fat like, I, I <laughs> no ifs ands or buts you, know, you I called her, her fat. every opportunity to be like you you're just, right before she even got into the cart you just went up and said ma'am you're fat she was just walking through the line you're just like fat <laughs> <laughs> nothing not like, un- completely unprompted she didn't even look at you and you're like fat <laughs> if I wasn't working, I would have handled that situation way differently. But my supervisor was sitting there, and then after a while, like I was just getting too angry to even like say anything. So I just kind of finished. It was like, well, there's no problem here then, because so she she stayed after for a while and just sat outside the the break room, talking to Tyler, the the guy working, and um, he, poor guy, because I stopped dealing with it because I couldn't, and he was like. Grace, go inside. And I was like, okay. And then he dealt with him. He dealt with her for like another like half an hour because she wouldn't leave. She was like, I know she got me fat. <laughs> and she didn't fat. want anything either. I was like, well, do you want like I can get you a pass? Like I can get you whatever you need if you want something. So that was that's what you want. And she was like, you're saying that I'm doing this for free stuff. And I was like, I don't know, man. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> you know, it's something kind of funny. This is like way less serious, but it's like just reminds me of a similar thing because like well i don't know it's just a customer fucking getting pissed off and like we uh we're fucking i i don't even remember what the hell happened 
I think they were fucking around on the go-karts too much, like way too much, and like fucking up other people's races, like slamming into the other cars, and like that shit fucking breaks the cars and makes our jobs like hard because we got to fucking stop the goddamn race and push them like <laughs> out of the way and shit. Yeah. Right? And anyways, so I'm pretty sure like I had enough of this. So I was like, all right, like because we have kind of have the authority, I guess, to just kick them off the go-karts if they're fucking around too much. And, like, the guy seemed pretty, like, willing. He was kind of a shithead, but <clears throat> he was, like, 40. But he's, like, w- w- willing enough to get off the fucking go-karts and not put up a fight. It's like, I warned him, like, five times. Yeah. And he was just pissing me off. And then he, like, <laughs> I was, like, walking back to the staff room. And, like, so the public bathroom is, like, right. It's pretty close to the staff room. And uh, the the dude and his fucking kid, like, I noticed his kid, like, run away from him. And I, like, walked. I kept walking. And, like, the guy was, like, right behind me, basically. And I fucking just look over. And his kid's just fucking pissing in a bush. <laughs> just in the, like, in the middle of the goddamn amusement park. Like, not, like, I was, like, literally, like, the bush was on the side of the fu- like on the side of the public bathroom and he was just pissing in it and his dad was just standing there not saying anything and i just looked at him i was like nice and like i was like what the fuck man why why are you doing that you just letting your child piss everywhere why would you do that speaking of peeing i kind of have to go do that so y'all the heck, can man oh, fuck I never fucking go on a piss break in this podcast. Man. I have to piss like 20 times more than you. I know. Listen, I'm going to go pee on a bush in front of your bathroom. (laughs) I'm going to come back. Fine. You guys have lots to talk about. I'll be back. Don't miss me. Yeah, there's a lot of stories still. Uh, When I get back, I'll tell the story about how uh, I got, they threatened to fire me. Talk about that one. Oh, God. (laughs) That's got some drama. Some real drama in that one. I'm sorry if I make noise as I'm leaving, but uh, it's a little cramped in here. It's yeah. very tight. It's cramped in the podcast room. If only you guys could see us. Their <laughs> fucking failed video attempt. That. Well, we can talk about our supervisor problems since Chris wasn't one. What problems like being a supervisor? With, you deal with more of the customer complaints. Yeah, well, so you deal with customer complaints, but I didn't even really receive that many of the customer complaints because I kind of like... I was like immediately like if the their customers complaining and I was like there they'd be like Matt come here deal with this customer and I'd be like what's the problem and if I could solve the problem there then I would but most of the time I couldn't mm. and I was I had to go get the manager and yeah. I was like yeah sorry like it's fucking you're on to you now mm. not me I've found so my biggest issue like I said with the the kids like becoming a supervisor and you um you know you don't want to become everything you swore to destroy but like you kind of understand why they got so fucking shitty at their job or at their job and ended up like being fucking assholes to all the workers because some of these workers fucking suck yeah like i thought like my work ethic was like I don't know, average. Yeah. But 
this working at this place made me realize my work ethic like in regard to a job is fucking amazing compared to other people because when i was a supervisor every single goddamn day people were calling in sick like and you know because i got to know these kids and like i i like them and i don't hold it against them but like you know that they're fucking not sick you know they're just going to the beach like (laughs) and so i had to call like i just had to try calling in people and like it would fuck up our staffing situation and like change the whole day around yeah and like i'd put people on like a break and they'd like you know a break half an hour and they'd fucking go like an hour just like and i couldn't find them because they go to their goddamn car and i was like man i don't fucking care that you take an hour break but you're like you're just ruining my life right now you're fucking ruining my life like if i could give you an hour break i fucking would man but like wouldn't you rather just make money while you're here instead of wasting my goddamn time? <laughs> and it pissed me off. So that was my main struggle. Is like, but I still, like I said, I never fucking was dick to them because I fucking knew how shitty it was to be dick down. Yeah, but I mean, fucking calling in sick, and taking long breaks. Like you thought, why? Why? Yeah, I, I know. W- I remember when I was re- remember when I was reception. I was reception for the whole company for a while. Yeah. And then it was, it was mainly for that one place. But then, but then they come to me and be like, Grace, call these people. Call them in because everyone called them sick. It was every single day that I'd do that. There's one time where I called, had to call you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I felt so oh, bad because I knew you, knew you had to work from like 4 to close. And I was calling you to work from 12 to close like a full day. And then I was like, Mad, can you please come in? <laughs> and you're like, fine. <laughs> I was pissed off. I felt really bad. It was like... It, it like felt awful like calling people in because they knew they were gonna get called in. Yeah. People on call. Like you're, if you're on call, you're working that day. <laughs> I remember one <laughs> dude who I who worked there who like he kind of became like a bud of mine. During the summer, he was like, so someone called in sick, and I was like, man, I, I just need to call someone in. Like there's like multiple people called in sick, so I called this guy and I was like, man, can you please come into work today? He's like, no, man. I was like, why? What? What could you, what are you doing that's more important than work right now? And he's like, I'm hanging out with a sexy bitch today. <laughs> that's like, what he said. He said, I'm hanging out with a sexy bitch today. <laughs> and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I was like, bro, there's like a fucking sexy bitch here. Like, come fucking to work. <laughs> he's like, really? I was like, yes. Really? And then that's also, what he said. You go, really? And also there was this person that he had a crush on that he told me that was working at that day. I was like, bro, she's here right now. So, like, why don't you just fucking come to work, shoot your shot or something? I don't know. <laughs> go ask her out on a date. And he's like, okay, fine. I'll come in. And he came in. <laughs> Being a supervisor in the position of, like, calling people in, was like, it sucked. But, like, if you didn't, that means it would make your day ten times worse. You, like, couldn't function. Like, yeah. you couldn't do anything. Especially when I moved places when I came to supervisor, like there's only like four different jobs. And those four jobs were so important that if there wasn't anyone in there, it was you're screwed over. Yeah. So what they used to do to us, remember how they would they would do this like they the manipulated shitty, us. yeah their manipulativeness. <laughs> so when I worked there, Matt Hett wasn't a manager yet. Yeah. And we would carpool. There was four of us that would carpool together, and so normally we'd be working all working the same shift. Now, like Matt said, a lot of oh. Like Matt said, a lot of people would call in sick. So we'd be asked to stay a lot. 
so what they would do is they would go to one of us and they'd be like, hey, um, you're staying late tonight because the other three in your carpool agreed to stay late. And they'd go and they'd say that to every <laughs> single one of us without any yeah. of us actually agreeing to stay late. So we'd, we'd get in the car and be like, who fucking said they'd stay late? <laughs> and we were like, yeah, and none of us, like, no one. None of us that's did. Insane. That shit, that's got to be against the fucking law, man. <laughs> that's against the law. I never did that. I remember that happening all the time, though. It was fucking annoying. I'd get in the car and be like, fuck you, Matt. You agreed to stay later. And he'd be like, they said you agreed to stay yeah. later. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys were the only group that could work, like, all the rides. So, like, everything yeah. they got, they had made you Yeah, stay. they trained us on, like, literally fucking everything. Meanwhile, oh, everyone no. else knew, like, two goddamn rides, and we knew everything. We were valuable. We were valuable. Yeah. I um, knew everything, but I choose to not work one. <laughs> I remember one time I was, like, having people over, like, because they asked us pretty much every fucking day to, like, stay late, right? And uh, I was having people over that night, and fucking the manager, who was, like, he was pretty cool, good good manager, and he came up, and he's like, uh, man, like, I know you probably say no, but, like, can you stay late? And I was like, fuck no, bro. <laughs> and then he actually obeyed. He was the one that actually obeyed. He normally would. There was, yeah. there was, a, there was some cool people that worked yeah. there. You know, those respectable ones that were, yeah, who like, respected the workers, yeah, exactly, who didn't forget where they came from, mm. right? Exactly. So the story of how I, they threatened to fire yeah. me. Oh um, god, this was this was a manager that none of us really got along with. Um, they shall not be named, obviously. But anyway, there was this rule there for the staff that I, I today I, I still don't understand it. But staff just aren't allowed to walk on grass. Like you yeah. can't, you have to walk. You gotta follow on, on the path. You have to go path. on the cement path. The thing with this place, you had to walk by. It was like a whole public park, part like part of the place. Yeah, like, like it, it took you an extra like two or three minutes to walk around the grass instead of just yeah, because it was like this big like. Freaking! If you're coming from the roller coaster, it was like a uh, the staff room, and the roller coaster, and then this park is in between. Yeah, and it's meant for people to go square. to and sit and walk through. Yeah, so yeah. you had to take the outside path around the square rather than like diagonally through it. Through it. <laughs> anyway, I was like, "Fuck that shit! I'm walking through the grass. <laughs> I'm going home." Yeah. So I did, and there's a window in the back of the staff room, so clearly they were just watching me just walk through the, gra- the grass <laughs> and then like oh we're gonna fuck him up real good <laughs> so I, I get into the i before i even get to the door of the fucking staff room like i hadn't even walked in yet and they were like chris you're not supposed to walk through the grass i was like oh <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry <laughs> i'm sorry i forgot and they're like well, it says it in the clear. It says it clearly in the employee handbook, which you obviously didn't read. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I, I read it. I, I was like, well, yeah. And then she was like, well, here's another copy of it, just to be sure. And I was like, I thought that this was kind of just a joke. So I was like, what would you do if I ripped it up in front of you? <laughs> and she was like, I would fire you right now. I was like, fuck. But like goddamn, she couldn't even fire you. No, she didn't have the authority to fire me. You she could like tell them to fire. Imagine you. going home and your mom's like, "How was your day at work?" And you're like, "I got fired for walking on the grass." <laughs> <laughs> I remember the day that Colin like quit. He was like, 
I'm going to finally walk on the grass. <laughs> <laughs> he went and walked on the grass. <laughs> it's so yeah. funny. Um, yeah, that story, I actually had a very similar experience to that story one time where it was actually the same fucking dumb manager that I hated. And it was my literally my first fucking day at working at this place, <laughs> my first fucking day. And I was like 16 years old and I was like, so me and at this time it was just me and one other friend carpooled and for like we, you could arrange with them that we're carpooling. So they schedule for you for the same shift. Right. And so the schedule for some reason came out and it was, I was like 9 a.m. or whatever till like three and he was nine till like six and we're like okay like it's a little weird like it's three extra hours what am i gonna fucking do <laughs> so i'm like I'll, I'll probably find be able to find like some work to do while i'm there of mm-hmm. course i will so i also had the the sh- like i got off the shift right and my friend is still working and for three more hours and i'm like okay well i guess i'll go try to find see if i can do something i was also wearing the the golf shirt that they give you like the employee shirt and i had the sleeves rolled up which that's a big no-no big no-no. no no sleeve roll up right <laughs> and i because i just wanted to even out the freaking farmer's tan a little make it a little less brutal and uh so i walked up to the manager two managers actually and i was like yeah uh yeah me and like my friend we carpooled but he's scheduled like a, a couple hours later like is there anything i can just do to help out like while i'm here i'm just gonna be here for the next three hours and she said <laughs> if you really want to make yourself useful go back to the staff room and read the employee handbook because God. if you read it to begin with you should know that you are not supposed to roll up your shirt sleeve or your the sleeves of your shirt and if you can't figure out your ride situation then that's your own problem <laughs> oh my God. the fuck i was like literally offering my services to you <laughs> and this is how you repay me. This is my first fucking day. I was like, wow. Like, <laughs> I was like astonished. Ma'am, I'm sorry, but the, the employee handbook isn't exactly the epitome of quality literature. Like, sorry. Yeah. Like, it's stupid. And also, they're, like some of their policies were fucking like, idiotic strange. and like very, very like dated. Like yeah. It was like you couldn't fucking have like colored hair or tattoos no ta- no visible tattoos and men had to fucking have like traditionally styled hair <laughs> like because i remember i had like longer hair one year and i like could tie it up and like i remember actually like reading that line it was the year i became a supervisor and i looked at that and i was like i was planning on cutting it anyways first of all but i read that line where it was like men need to have traditionally styled hair and i like asked one of them, i was like does that mean i just gotta like Cause I was, it was still when we were opening the park, like setting it all up. I was like, "Does that mean I have to cut off my man bun?" And they were like, "Yes." <laughs> I was like, "What?" It's you know why? It's because they don't want the employees to look like carnies. I guess, but yeah. but also we got a freaking raise, or uh, uh, there was a day where something happened, and it was called Carney Appreciation Day. We were included in that. I never got that. What? I did. Carney Appreciation yeah. Day. 
And they and gave so they, you more money? They would send you an email and be like, these are the people that got it. You got something. I don't... It was like a raise of like... Yeah, it was like a, a raise. A bit of a raise. Like 20, maybe 10 cents. Or something like that. It was really small. Oh, woohoo. Hey, it adds up. It adds up when you work the money hours you did. Yeah. That's true. I think the funniest part of the whole place is the best job you could have in the whole, like the whole day is a garbage run. Yeah. Being the garbage man. Yeah. Like if you were doing a garbage run, it was the best day of your life. Yeah, because yeah. you just could walk around the park. Yeah. You don't have to, it, it killed time. You got to talk to people. Water runs were the fucking shit. Oh, fuck yeah. Water runs. If someone was like, Chris, do a water run, I was like, let's fucking go. I'm doing a water run. I know. Water run? Because, like, <laughs> I remember, like, when I worked there as a an employee, not a supervisor, I, uh, I would do the water runs, and I, like, there were, like, you could easily do probably, like, the whole park. Like, if you were rushing it, you could do it in, like, 15 minutes. But I did it in like an hour, <laughs> like over an hour. Like, and the, the, like they were like coming up to me like, hurry up. You got to go do blah, blah, blah once you're done. And like I kept, I would like give the people bathroom breaks too. So I'd like go and be like, you want some water? Do you also need to go to the bathroom? I'll watch your ride for you. So then I'd like have to work every single ride in the park while people went to the yeah, bathroom. Yeah, because everyone needed to use Because everyone was like, yeah, I got to piss. Um, so it would take like over an hour and they were like, what the fuck taking so long? And I'm like, <laughs> I would just joke with them. I was like, I'm doing a water ride. I would also just like chill and talk to people while they ran rides. Yeah. yeah I'd chill a little bit, um, and do that. It was fun though. And also like, yeah, the garbage run that could take like three mm. hours. That could take like half your fucking Even trip. I'm trying to make it long. It could take like yeah. three hours. Because that garbage, like, the, all the garbage is disgusting. That's true. You just shovel at the bottoms of it. Ugh, yeah. I can't, like, ah, I don't even want to think. But the best, you're right, because the best part about garbage run was that you got to do it with, like, a friend. Yeah. And sometimes they'd be like, okay, do a garbage run and just go get somebody else to help you. And you'd be like, I'd be like Matt, let's go do yeah. a garbage run. Yeah, that shit was sick. Yeah, it was, like, like, disgusting, you know, some of the stuff you do. Sometimes, like, in, like, my secret of when i was a supervisor i didn't i never like really punished anyone if they were being shitty i just didn't give them anything sick so like you know if there was some kids that were being like really good i was like like you know they just weren't fucking around ruining my fucking life is what i mean by being good um and i was like you know what you've deserved a garbage run they were so happy about it and they were like yeah (laughs) i get to go shovel garbage it was so disgusting but you were so excited to do it yeah, because you don't have to stand there like mm-hmm. doing the repetitive motions for. Yeah. Like, remember the thing you put the garbage in that big trolley thing, and by August oh, it was doing for a while. Oh, it, it was, was like horrendous. There was like juice in it. The no, shipping it container so that we gross. just threw garbage. But into. the the like cart that you pushed around. Oh, that was gross it. too. It was like there was like garbage soup. At I the just thought it's fucked that they just threw all the garbage into a shipping container. And like and in August yeah. later, a oh, massive so gross. shipping container like and it would just fucking fill up they had to empty that like like two times two or three times a summer yeah and the fruit flies in it too like it was so bad you just opened that thing and it would just smell like so fucking smell with like linger throughout the park oh it was terrible god damn ever since i've left there i've been like meaning to like go back and like like for a day because like there was actually some people that i i really liked that worked yeah. there i haven't um, been back since i worked there me to neither, like me neither. i haven't either and that's why i wanted to go back was just to like you know ride a few rides and then um 
just like talked to the people that I liked, but it just never ended up happening because I don't know. I guess I didn't fucking like it that much. <laughs> Fair enough. So, but now at this point, if I go back, like no one will even know me anymore because none of them fucking work yeah, there anymore. Well, that's know the, me. the staff turnover there. Staff turnover crazy. there is in yeah. insane because like, like that's like you just have to look at that and know that we, everything like that we have said today is not a lie like we are not <laughs> yeah, lying nothing we've said is a lie yeah, and these aren't isolated incidents just for us like like people work there some and they're like ah, okay fuck that like you'll I hear the enough. you'll hear the weirdest stories in that place yeah we have lots more but we're uh we're nearing the end here yeah, yeah. we proved our point that we can talk about it for hours yeah yeah let's just say that you you really see the the like true like depths the deep dark depths of mankind working at this place you, you see s- the darkest depths of humanity but also <laughs> you see some good things too but yeah there's there's a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel i definitely place. learned a lot from that place yeah i definitely had fun just hanging out with i had fun yeah. yeah we we like if it wasn't well i mean the summers that we didn't carpool like that kind of sucked right mm-hmm. but and when i was a supervisor it was okay maybe yeah, supervisor um, was all right and the carpool, like, that shit was fucking amazing. That shit was fun as fuck. It was fun. You know? Yeah. There's nothing better than working a shitty, terrible job with your, uh, you know, your great friends. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. It's actually awesome. It was so bad, so you could, have, you could, you could experience it with everyone else. So everyone else felt that, so you have some stuff to, like, talk to, talk about and connect with. Yeah. Exactly. Shared trauma. Yeah. <laughs> Just exactly what this is. <laughs> yeah. Well... Um, I would say that's it for mm-hmm. today's episode. Thanks for yeah. having me. Thanks for coming on, Grace. Thanks for, yeah, thanks for <laughs> I'll appearing. I'll be here every other podcast, just not actually talking. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll have you back on. Yeah, so probably. We'll talk part about two? something else. <laughs> part two. <laughs> Maybe we we'll have a part two. Fuck, we might need to do a part two. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Cue the music. Yeah, sign out.